Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Esoteric Literature Club of Whitechapel. I am John, your keeper for the evening, and joining me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Jahan Ramsey, a psychologist who is very annoyed with everybody right now. And Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing retired Dr. Harold Costley, uh, who played hooky last week, but I am back. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Doris Foster Young, retired cult leader, and doesn't want to believe this shit. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing America Kansas Freedom, who is just kind of rolling with this until it makes more sense. Jack will be joining us at a later time. He's running a little late from work, but... <clears throat> Before we delve into the world of Call of Cthulhu, for all those watching and listening at home, understand that this is a world that thrives on horror, on the unsettling, on making you uncomfortable. So there may be themes and aspects of this story that are particularly unpleasant for some viewers. In those cases, it is a perfectly valid response to stop watching or listening if you feel you cannot. For those who remain, welcome to Call of Cthulhu. Harold. Dr. Costly. You find yourself suddenly... Oh, look, Jack joins us immediately after Isaiah's joining us. <laughs> Amazing. Damn it, Jack, Jack now I'm going to have to figure out how to have not me, but everyone else on the camera is in single screen mode. Hi. The biggest, in the biggest thing that's interesting to me now is that... Uh, Rather than Jack popping in, ah, oh, there it goes. Apparently, we have an extra camera. I'm just gonna. Get I don't have an extra camera. Can you guys hear me? No, we do. Yes. yes. Yes, we can hear you now. We have an extra camera somewhere. I'll have to deal with that later. Anyways. It was perfect timing. We just finished the <laughs> <laughs> intro. Hi, everybody. All right. I'm Hi. Jack, and I play Jared, and I'm 19 years old, and I never fucking learned how to read. Yes. I was very disappointed when you read something the last time I was here. He did learn how to read, just not well. <laughs> Doctor Costly, you find yes, yourself you 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 find yourself suddenly coming to an awareness as you stand just inside the doorway of a particularly smoky room. 
the there are papers and the like scattered all over the place. There is a perpetual haze of cigarette smoke that causes you to instinctively cough slightly as you realize what it is. Not necessarily because of it, not necessarily because you are unaccustomed, unaccustomed to the taste of smoke, but you are unprepared for it. Uh, <clears throat> there and. There seems to be an individual standing just the other side of a paper-strewn desk from you, with a rather large handgun pointed directly at you as you hear the sound of the hammer clicking back, and a slightly Welsh voice beginning to speak. Now, would you mind kindly explaining why exactly you've decided to break into the police officer's home, wielding an axe and wearing a very ugly coat? As across from you, there is a man with short blonde hair, sort of uh, up scraggly, five o'clock, five o'clock shadow uh, that is desperately in need of a trim, wearing a long tan trench coat, a white shirt with a red tie on it, uh, looking at you with piercing blue eyes, and uh, curiously, curiously, a bit of a dry smile and a cocked eyebrow as he also is pointing a gun at you. You realize the weight in your right hand is a fireman's axe, which you have no memory of where you acquired it, and as you look down to it, you realize you are wearing a very ugly yellow jacket. What do I remember, if anything? The last thing you remember was leaving the, was leaving the literature, literature club. Um. All right, so um, <laughs> I, 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 he will drop the axe. Smart um, choice. And will look around and say, "What? What? What year is it? Are you our Neville?" <laughs> <laughs> make me a make me a fuck sorry you, you threw me off with that uh, he has treated the elderly for many years He's... make me either a persuade or a fast talk roll oh boy Neither one of which being Harold Strong suits. Oh, no. Also, now that you have seen him, now that everyone has seen him. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a question between 5% or 10%. So let's go with the 10. Yeah, let's go with Persuade. Um, now that you've all seen him, you can now see John Collins' portrait. Brilliant. Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> Well done, <laughs> sir. Check that mark off. Yep. Damn, son. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Happy goddamn birthday. Oh my god. The uh the the person on the other side of the table looks at you. That grin having turned to a slightly puzzled frown. The year is 2020 and no, I'm not your Neville. Who exactly are you again? I, we we needed more for the stove. I, sorry. I guess I go a bit confused, and he'll do his very best to look sad and confused. Uh, as you as you do your very best to look sad and confused, uh, the rest of you, you were heading to this location, weren't you? 
(laughs) Being aware of the fact that our erstwhile... I will offer Jared a ride because his car is... At a shop. (laughs) Didn't we walk through a window? I vaguely remember this happening. You climbed through a window. You two climbed through my window after No, we, we climbed through a window to get here. There was like a portal. No, you haven't no? gone anywhere. Okay. No. All right. We're, I don't know where my brain came at, up with that from. We're still at Jahan's you house, watched, I think. You looked through a window. Oh, okay. And saw an image saw of... vision of actual magic. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and shared a hallucination. Yes, shared a hallucination. That has nothing to do with magic. Uh-huh, it's from the antibodies or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Midichlorians. How is my character the one who's going, but science? <laughs> Anyways. Look, whatever. You ju- as long as you're buying me a new window, I don't care what you think. The rich old lady will be happy to buy you a new window. Anyway, we... don't we need to catch up with Harry? Yeah, otherwise yes, he's we're going... on the way. Yeah, so, come on. Okay. Fortunately, it, the, 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 the corner that you saw is actually really nearby. You could walk it if you wanted to. Well, Why I'm calling... walk ever? Well, I'm calling shotgun because, you know, I've got a shotgun. So, in the car you all go. Uh, Jared just jumps on Jahan's shoulders. Is like, <laughs> Which, of course, means that we all collapse because I have like a, what? Because you're a noodle. 40 strength. Yeah. <laughs> nice and, well, nice I mean, and that's nice. not terrible, actually. 40 yeah. No, that's pretty good. That's decent. It's just below average. Actually be I'm I'm slightly stronger than you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're stronger than me by a significant margin. I have a strength of 50. 45. Hey, by D&D standards, we're all legit badasses. <laughs> 50, 50 in, in, in Call of Cthulhu, 50 is the average of everything. <laughs> yep. We're all slightly I'm just saying, average. If we were D&D I, characters, we could punch mountains down. <laughs> As Call of Cthulhu characters, you can break your hand on a wall. Sexagenarian <laughs> retired doctor, the strongest character in our group. I have a strength of 60. <laughs> Yes. Yes, <laughs> good. Beautiful. That explains why I grabbed an axe, apparently. <laughs> so as you are as you are as you are doing your best to play dumb, the screeching of tires is heard outside as a car breaks sharply at the corner, uh, fall, falling nicely into the empty parking spot on the on the edge of the on the side of the road. Doors open and slam closed behind them as the group of Jahan, Doris, America, and Jared step out of the car and see up this flight of stairs one Harold Costley standing in the doorway that you had previously seen with a yellow coat having just dropped a fire axe next to his feet. You can't see. Doc, you're wearing my coat! Oh my goodness. Harold, you hear this behind you. Uh, uh, Neville, is that you? Who the fuck is Neville? Oh. Uh, uh, Oh, it's, it's, it's our. It's our Jared. The, I don't belong to you and Doris. The individual on the <laughs> other side of the table from you, Harold, uh, un- releases the cocked uh, hammer on the on the on the handgun, 
stows it away underneath his coat and proceeds to step around you with a lit cigarette with a with a lit cigarette and hanging from his mouth as he leans out the door. The others of you see this blonde-haired individual that you had seen previously leaning over Harold's shoulder and out the door. Pardon, it's window boy. Pardon me, is this does this old man belong to you all? Eh, kinda. Can we return him? You, no. Do you have anything we can exchange him for? Harold, are you all right? <laughs> oh, I, I always we'll trade so, them both as a match set. It's so good. I, I was here, and I thought I needed to start the fire. And um, Harold will, will wander over towards Doris. And then as he gets closer, we'll lean over and say, you go get me the bloody hell out of here. I'm not sure what's going on, but I don't want to get of away course. from the fellow with a gun. Yes, he has a gun. Jared, Jared also is openly carrying a shotgun. Yeah. The, uh, well, I... <clears throat> the individual now leaning in the doorway, smoking a cigarette, looking down at the group of you, sort of take, rakes his eyes across the group. Hello. Would you happen to explain why that lad there is carrying a shotgun? Uh, in case I have he's to American. shoot something. <laughs> it's American. <laughs> Yank. Uh, he uh, reaches into a pocket and pulls out and holds out what you all can see very clearly as a London police officer's badge. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're not going to have to shoot anything around here, boy. Fuck me. Any chance I can see how real that might be? Sure, give me an appraisal roll. Yeah, I'd like to do that too. You all can I mean, give me an appraisal roll. Yeah. Yep. Like, because I feel like that would be something yes. America's very attuned to. Doris has had experience with police officers. <laughs> oh, I was so close. <laughs> you were so close. No, you can no. make it. No, luck. I mean, that wasn't. No, I am not spending my luck on something that petty. I know. <laughs> I could burn through, like, most of my luck and make that a success. <laughs> do it! Do it! The, for those of you that failed the roll, it looks like a police officer's badge. Uh, Doris, with an extreme success, not only- you, you are intimately familiar with police officer's badges. This is a- this is a detective's badge, specifically. Ooh. This man is a police detective, specifically from the Whitechapel precinct of the, of the London police. <laughs> All right. I've got papers for this. One would hope. Well, anyway, thank um, you so much for um, assisting us in finding our 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 dear Dr. Costley. Um, I think that's all we really need from here. I don't believe. Where did you get the axe? Um, <laughs> Harold just starts singing Village Green Protection Society. He does this sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, and for, forgive we're... me. I, I'm 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 his doctor. I'm a psychologist. Um, he's clearly so, and I just spout off whatever nearest <laughs> plausible explanation I can do that I could come up with if I really wanted to. But I'm just gonna say psychology. Give me a, give me a psychoanalysis role. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, wanders off with really? him and says strange things about stuff he didn't witness, probably dissociative. Dementia! Yeah, no, yeah, like... 
dementia would have been the obvious. You, 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 <laughs> you spout off some psychoanalytical jumble. You're not certain how much of it the police officer believes, but you spout it off regardless. Doesn't matter if he believes it. I'm a, I, I'm a psychologist. I can say, oh. I can diagnose him. You certainly, you I'm s- ethical as fuck, but to get out of being arrested by a police officer, you, I will do it. You certainly claim to be a psychologist at the moment. Uh, America is definitely staying to the back because, well, I am not visibly armed. I am also probably the most persona non grata isn't there another one of those symbols around? Yes, you can all see that. You can all see that elder sign that uh, Jahan had carved. That well, you all recognize it as an elder sign that Jahan had carved into his mantle. Right, Harold, mm-hmm. turning around, you sort of see this this uh, that that same crooked star with an eye in it that you had seen at the at mm-hmm. the at the house uh, carved into the keystone above the doorway that the police officer is currently leaning in. Hey, look! Uh, it's another one of those weird shaped things. Mm. God damn it, Jared. The uh, police officer takes a long drag of his cigarette for pulling it out, puffs out some smoke. So it feels like to me that you lot have probably a bit more reason than just collecting your friend for being at my doorstep. So would any of you like to cut the bullshit? Serving the old ways from being abused. <laughs> Sorry, wow, this, this is your house? I figured you had broken in here. Oh, please shut up. I'm going to save all of these people with my charm. Fine. Okay. Oh, God, we're doomed. <laughs> we're so fine. So, yeah, I'll step forward. Well, probably doesn't sound great coming out of someone standing next to um and I recite one of the psychological words probably mispronouncing it here Demarchian Demarchian right here but um we had a magic vision that you could help us but that's crazy so we'll be going now make a charm roll Look, if he actually knows about magic visions, he'll take one thing from it. If he doesn't, he'll take it as crazy people. Oh, God. Fucking hell. Okay. Can I spend luck on that? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how this works. You, you spend luck on a one-to-one ratio, so you deduce your luck oh. by the amount of points you want to spend. So I currently have a 70 luck. I could spend... Tend to get it to a so is it to make- at or below at, that rolls at, become successes? At, at is okay, a success. So I'm spending 10 of my luck to make that a success. All right. Because, I, I, wait, no, that makes my luck 60. It doesn't make yeah. my luck 10. Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. reduce your luck from 70 to 60. Your roll goes from a 95 to an 85, which makes it a success. Uh, and does that count as a success for marking things off in my... Yes, it also counts as a success for marking things awesome. off. Awesome. Mm-hmm. No. Any amount, of, any any way you get a success counts as a success for all measurements. Because I don't want to be shot. <laughs> Fair. Uh, he pauses for a moment at that statement. I feel like you should all come inside. And he sort of steps, sort of steps 
making himself slightly flat against the side of the door and indicating okay. with a hand for you to come in. Jared is going inside. Mm. I'm trying to sneak another look at the axe. Is it is it Harold's axe like he had in a shed or is it just... Give me an appraisal roll. Okay. <laughs> Did you just steal some poor bastard's yeah. axe? Well, no, got handed an axe by a friendly person in a lovely yellow jacket. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> you can't tell from where it's laying, but you do see a sticker on it. Oh. You took it from a oh great. He stole an axe. I've been how shoplifting you, in addition to everything. How do you shoplift else. an axe? Um, I have worked in a hardware store. It's not you. Mm. you I, I kind of feel like you pick yeah, up well, the axe, that, and then everything else after that, that is just because. kind of walking out the door. Yep. <laughs> Very. Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Have a nice one. You walk with purpose, anyways. Yep. Yep. It Uh, it turns out if you walk with purpose while holding a fire axe, very few people ask you questions. Also, it's a hardware store. Oh, this is mine. I just needed to make sure I had the right size screw bits. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I need to make sure I had the right size screw bits for an axe. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can chopping you can replace the, I don't yeah. have to explain my project to you. It's DIY. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the most Portland thief answer ever. <laughs> Anyways. This is actually an exchange I overheard at a Michael's. It wasn't about an axe, but... <laughs> so Jared walks yeah. in. Is... This being is this invitation in as a, a detective or as a man who drew a symbol on his doorway with blood. There's no book carved. Not it's carved. Oh, it's carved. carved. In, it's carved in the thing, and there doesn't seem to be any blood on it at the moment that you can tell. Oh, Aunt Doris is assuming because yeah, Jahan's yeah, yeah. had it. Yeah. <laughs> it said it, the invitation is made as a man who finds a bunch of strangers on his doorstep. Talking about magic and with one potentially madman next to them. Fair. Come on, Harold. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. I don't care. I walk in. He's only mad about Doris. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> that is, that is, I can easily say the sweetest thing by far Jared has said about this relationship. <laughs> America, do you go into? Yeah, why not? All right. If you enter into- America's like, no, I go back home. <laughs> I mean, I got you guys into this situation. The two of you, the, the, the group of you enter into the smoke, the smoke-filled house of one John Collins. Uh, you're able to determine that's his name very quickly based on the, based on the uh, wall off to one side that you couldn't see in the previous vision because it wasn't facing the right way. Uh, that has very clearly his diploma and certificate and all the other various accolades one might acquire from a life, from a life filled with police, with police work. The age on a couple of the diplomas would indicate that he is much older than he appears. Looking at him, you would hazard a guess that he's probably in his mid-30s, but there are definitely, one of the diplomas on the wall would definitely put him at mid-50s, maybe even 60s, uh, depending on how young it is that he got into that particular establishment. Um, 
as you look around there, as you look around, there's a lot of very indecipherable uh, paperwork and symbology at work with paper, with a map of with a map of London, specifically with Whitechapel sort of outlined currently uh, uh, bits of string connecting various thumbtacks on the map, trying to trace back something or another. And, a pi and piles of books and paperwork sort of scattered about on an as-needed basis. In addition, there, in addition, there, uh, on the inside of the mantle, uh, looking, turning around, looking at the the uh, the uh, door frame. There is a logo uh, of a uh, of a crown with a cross through it. Sitting inside, sitting inside an iron cross, like a, a Christian cross through it, sitting inside an iron cross with the words hoc signo vinces in, uh, sort of around the prongs of the iron cross and two swords crossing through it. Is that Latin? Yes. Yeah. What's that mean? Hmm? Assume I need to roll to see if I know it in character. Uh, any of you that want to, looking at this... My Latin is 50, so I should be able to read it. You can roll a Latin. You, you can also... You could also, if you'd like, roll a history or a cult roll. I'm pretty sure it says, how much is that doggy in the window? In addition to any Latin roll you'd like to make, you can make a history or an occult roll. With a 50, can I, do I need to roll? With Latin, Latin? Uh, with a fifty on your Latin, uh, no, you do not need to roll. Okay, I will roll default <clears> though. Uh, hey, I charmed our way inside. You guys deal with book smarts. Success on the occult. Uh, can I make an occult roll as well as the failed Latin roll, or am I? Yeah, yeah, you can make an occult roll as well. Okay, or or history again. Okay. Uh, 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 John, the the Latin translates to "In this sign, thou shalt conquer." Okay. Uh, those of you that succeeded on your history or occult roll recognize this as a symbol, as an early symbol of the Knights Templar. Oh, great! So, <clears throat> I'd like for the group of you to explain just a little bit more on this whole magic vision thing, if you could, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, there was moonlight. Well, we all got and... exposed to a common bacteria, and then some of us got an immunity because Jahan is apparently kind of the inverse of patient zero. And then there was a shared hallucination, and we saw you in it. <clears throat> I yeah. turn and just look at Harold. How much of that makes any amount of remote medical sense? Um... Harold pauses I, in in singing his song, and he says, "Oh, are we done with this bit then?" Um, we were done with it about four minutes ago. I just really like that song. Um, it's a good song. I already uh, know the answer. The answer is none, but I would just like the official doctor to confirm this, please. Uh, it's absolute horseshit. Yeah, and. And anyways, as I was saying, there was moonlight, we saw things, and, uh, I don't know, seemed like, like the right place to go was here, because it was supposed <laughs> to be 
find the helpful person, the vision, right? Well, for God's sake. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> we went to go to, we are members of a, of a, a an esoteric club. Uh, we went to an auction uh, uh, last night um, of blah, blah, blah. I, I, I know he's animator. I just can't. I'm sure his name is in the notes. Sir Thomas Blyton. Yeah, Sir Thomas Blyton. Um, While we were there, several strange things happened. Um, uh, Not the least of uh, among, we picked up several, several, several tones. Um, I had picked up one in particular. Um, We all went home. We got reading mine. Or I end up. Sorry, it's been quite a twenty-four hours. Um, we got back together. I. It doesn't matter. The point is, I ended up discovering a a a a, a book that was directly speaking to me, and I don't mean that in 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 the uh, a metaphorical sense. Um, uh, uh, telling me that our. Yes, keep giving that look, Doris. I'm not blind. Um, our, 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 our benefactor um, uh, was no longer him, um, and that I needed to 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 un cleanse the rest of these people of this 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 effect that had come over them. Oh, hey, detective guy, you weren't by any chance being a creeper in the middle of a thunderstorm on the southern coast like three days ago or anything, were you? Gives you a puzzled look. No? Yeah, worth a shot. Uh, this book, do you have it with you? Uh, no, we... It's It's back at my place, which is not far. Um... We had, I managed to get all of them, but our, our dear Harold here uh, to, to, to stop by my place. I used a, something you're familiar with to, to cleanse them of any negative influence. Oh shit, does that mean Harold's still infected? Shotgun. <laughs> no. He went under that symbol in the Jared, doorway that was Jared, right give there. Me a, Jared, give me a strength check. Uh-oh. Just strength? Okay. You're about to lose your shotgun. Probably. It's okay, I've got another one. <laughs> That's an 87. Sometimes I'm really got glad my dodge is high because PvP is eventually going to just so kill us. So you, as you jerk the shotgun around, uh, the... the the coated arm of the police officer grabs it just underneath the uh, the the return mechanism and yanks it out of your hands. Would you please be a little bit more calm on the not pointing fucking shotguns at people in my house? Sorry, it's been a, it's it's been a weird couple. Yeah, I no, imagine. That's valid. I imagine. 
Anyway, hold it. Anyone have any? And all that, I broke a window. He, he sort of he sort of takes your hand, puts it on the shotgun above the trigger and below the return mechanism, similar to where he was at. Grabs your other hand, puts it next to that one. Hold it here. All right. <laughs> While we're on the subject, does anyone have any idea when they're uh, where exactly I went off to? It picked up this god awful coat and uh, Daryl's actually going to shrug off the coat. Yes, please, please do. (laughs) Left a bit early and then next I saw you, I saw you in that vision which I used a I I used a spell to (laughs) yes, keep giving the look, just keep it up (laughs) I'm keeping track um, Harold rose his eyes and goes, oh, psychiatry. I am a psychiatrist and a Wiccan also. They are not necessarily antithetical to each other. Jahan, I get you're pissed that people are dissing your faith, hey. but there's some of us here who would like the information you have because of would love to. Okay. magic right, you did. Right. Anyways, to give us direction to someone who might be able to help and it ended up pointing us this way was which, which was when we saw Harold yeah. was coincidentally wearing the same coat that all the others were wearing when they were infected I'm Tell still wearing mine negative. get that thing off it, it might be a good disguise where, where did you all get hideous. the coats no idea the, no. uh, John, you suddenly find your personal space being invaded as John Collins puts a hand on your forehead and uses one of his thumbs to pull up one of your eyelids. <laughs> and he sort of stares you in the I eye mean, for a moment. He's fucking hot. I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, he stares you in the eyes for a moment. Uh, <laughs> <so> like 70. <laughs> hey. He looks like he's in his 30s, so for whatever Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> I am I am not entirely convinced that those aren't that those are aren't aren't, aren't fake. So That's fair. And That's under fair. And under under his under his cigarette smoke and whiskey laden breath, <clears throat> he sort of mutters, "Ah, you've seen a bit of the true magic now, haven't you?" Indeed. Leaves its mark. Well, I'd very much like to look at this book you've got, if you wouldn't mind retrieving it for me. In the meantime, the four of you, says looking at the other fours. I am not walking back to my house by myself at this point. Somebody is coming with you. We'll we'll not be sitting you off on your own, but the four of you, for for whatever it's worth, there are forces in this world that operate on levels that are beyond human comprehension. Blah, 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 darkness, darkness, evil, evil, blah, blah, blah. The four of you got brainwashed by something that really likes the color yellow. Wasn't strong enough to, wasn't strong enough to make you a permanent little mental bitch, but it was strong enough to make you do what it wanted for a little bit. Fortunately, your friend here took you underneath a, took you underneath a sign that would wash off, uh, wash, cl- wash you clean of the brainwash, and so long as it happened within a short amount of time. If he had waited any longer, you probably would have been permanently, whatever this thing was, I, I repeat the phrase, mental bitch. Understand? Close enough? Doesn't fucking matter. Anyways, let's see this book. I like this one. Um... <coughs> 
Yes, let's go back. Uh, it was something it worth mentioning. It was something about uh, uh, King in Yellow. If that is anything. Jesus fucking. All right. All right. I, yep. Understood. All um, right. So, John, this is a little bit of a meta question. Hmm? Is it possible by this point for me to put together? Oh, hey, uh, Harold, not Harold. Um, Reginald mm-hmm. was wearing a color, a notably colored and yellow coat. Yeah, when we came in, or is that like absolutely done? Because brainwashed. No, absolutely. You, you you have that memory. You can put that oh. together. I I think I know how we got brainwashed. I how? Well, you remember how Reginald totally told us that the two of you that disappeared had left early Reginald's patient zero oh spiritually yes patient zero I am the only one that like for a guy who I've met a ton of times but cannot describe he was wearing a very describable coat yeah see Jahan there's this thing that I utilize you you have your psychoanalysis and your Wiccan Wicca uh, yes. aspects. I've got what you call weaponized denial. It's working out so far. Look, I don't know what I believe. I'm just trying to follow simplest logic till I fi- figure Reginald, out something that makes more sense. Reginald <laughs> hypnotized us. And was doing I something. Mean, I don't know. If this is to some extent a carrier thing, I ain't saying that blood immunity, any of that holds medical. It doesn't. But if it's either like fiction or like actual disease and contact with someone can lead to spreading. Right. So I've got a couple of things I'm going to need to do here. First, right. points at Jared, Jared. You have more where that came from, pointing at the shotgun. Yeah. All right. I'm going to need you to acquire all of those that you have. Okay. Collectively. If any more, if any of others you have Yeah, America's got some too. All right. Acquire all of those and bring them in here. I'm going to go with your friend Jahan to his house, and we're going to find this book. You two just stay put for a while, pointing at Doris and Harold. Uh, You might want to put down some behavioral expectations on that. (laughs) I am just walking out to go get my guns because I don't want to be part of this or provide them with some house cleaning supplies just perfectly able to behave ourselves i am concerned about some strange man that we have met approximately five minutes ago going off with our dear doc other dear doctor to his house to get something that you have already stated you have interest in i want to make sure he's going to return no offense 
I um, I'll also point out I've got some old fouling pieces if uh, back at my place I may be better suited going to collect them maybe we could all travel at once fair enough you go get As your Doris things has pointed out. and if you'd like to come with me to make sure I keep my hands off your precious little psycho boy feel free yes please thank yeah I would <laughs> throws an arm around Jahan's shoulder right then let's go right I'm Jack, you want to jump situation. in with America and me, and we'll uh, swing by your place and grab whatever arsenal you've got? Sure, give me a psychology roll, Doris, if you'd like. Okay. Jack, was that addressed? Did you say Doc? I missed that. Yes, he was addressed. Yeah, he was directed yeah. at you, okay. Harold, as Jack. Yes, himself. yes, indeed. Okay. Doris, this guy is incredibly difficult to read. Mm, I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> So, John Collins, Jahan, and Doris are heading to Jahan's flat to get the book. America, Jared, and Harold are going to gather various firearms and the like. We're going to focus on the three that aren't just gathering firearms as they arrive back at Jahan's place. Before we split up, Harold will lean over and say, Doris, you be careful. I will. I can handle myself. I forgot my brick. <laughs> but um, I can handle Do you Harold, mean Harold Harold Hanser the axe? Do you Thank mean you. do you I was You mean the that. brick that you were trying to Okay. I Sorry. Okay. I don't know. You can. They're whispering yeah. their goodbyes and exchanging a fire axe, but <laughs> that's sort of concerning on its own. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it's the I customs just, of my town. <laughs> I just assumed it was a nickname for somebody's genitalia. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I will take the axe. Nope. Absolutely not. Yep. What if we get attacked by more of those yellow-coated wearing hooligans? Well, if they pass through my door, we may not have to worry about them quite so much unless, you know, it's... You do have an open window that America smashed through. Hey, I might not remember, but I'm sure you were egging me on. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this very... I'm going to say this once and hope it's very clear. The things that... The things that wear those kinds of yellow coats after the point where that symbol isn't going to work anymore... Your fire axe is just going to piss them off. Well, that works too sometimes. I will continue to carry it unless someone stops me. Not entering my house. Fine, I'll leave it outside. <laughs> You've already broken one thing. Let I'm me see if I understand it. this correctly, Doris. You're yes. going to walk up to my. You're going to walk up to my house. Yes. You're going to leave a weapon handy outside for whatever psychopaths may decide they want to come in and murder us. You're right. I should take it in with me. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, <laughs> Doctor Ramsey, you're the one who's putting these restrictions on us. You are absolutely right. The two of them busted through my back window with intent to do me bodily harm. Hey, hey, how about I go and keep an eye on Jahan? Because, you know, I can actually hold myself in a fight. 
and you all can drive my car around, grab the rest of the guns. You didn't see me down at the bar in Surrey, so fine. God damn it. Am I going to have to ride with the lovebirds? Yes. Speaking yes, of which, you are. Did, did anybody happen to to, uh, uh, to see my car outside? No. No. Who seems like the most reasonable driver among the three? Harold. I'll throw Harold my keys. If you get a parking ticket or a fine, you are paying it for me. Um, and then I am walking off hoping to drag the two mages with me. Yep, shotgun again. Doris, you're in the backseat. All right. I will continue to hold on to the axe. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm principal now. I do realize that it was a poor decision to leave them in a car with a lot of guns, but the in my defense, they're going to get more guns, and they can. Right. You know what? As long as they, as long as they use them on each other and not me, I don't care at this point. Oh, I I like Nick Jared. Ah, uh, okay, fair, fair point. He grows on you, like that mold he keeps talking about. <laughs> right? Yes, probably exactly. His his complete lack of education is. <clears throat> It is what it is. All right, let's go see this book. Yes. So, the three walkers get to Jahan's place. Jahan, you lead them in. Acquire the book from wherever, I'm assuming. Yep. As you hand it over to him, he sort of looks at it at the cover first. Pauses for a second. Pulls out a fresh cigarette. None of us smoking here. Absolutely not. I'm about to do the same. <laughs> Puts it in, lights it up, offers you the offers you the lighter. Thank you. <clears throat> so what you've got here is uh, some sort of copy of the of the Seal of Solomon. And he opens it up, flips through it, and sarsled. Magic to target a specific individual. You. It's a really good copy, though. It means it must have had an original at some point. This reminds me of a few of the rituals in that book. Hold up. Hmm? So it's in the sorcerer to target a specific individual. That means somebody had to do it yep. knowing me. Yep. Okay, I didn't miss that. I, I did. Good. Bad, but good. What did the uh, what did the message say specifically? Do you uh, as much of it as you can recall? Ah, uh, I may have, but you, you'll have to forgive me. I may have been somewhat very drunk at the time. Um, it told you the spells that you used, right? Uh, yes, it said something about. I'll follow these instructions very carefully. Um, uh, Leave where you are currently, which was at the... Actually, I wasn't drunk at that point, but that's not the point. I was was at the the book club meeting um, that nobody there 
was 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 in control of themselves and that Reginald was no longer Reginald, um, told me to go home and continue reading. And uh, if I, that was how I was going to keep alive. Uh, once I got home, it told me a little bit more. And he'll, re- he'll say as much as he can remember. Give me a history check. Let's see how much. I don't honestly remember all of it. It was seven days ago. History? Yeah. Fuck. Either history or... I could tell you what it said, but I didn't bring my notes today. Actually, uh, sorry, not history. It'll be Actually, it'll be an intelligence roll. Intelligence? It'll be oh, a flat okay. intelligence roll, yeah. There we go. Right under the bu- uh, right under the buzzer. So Better yes. than right over. Yes. Uh, so you do recall. Uh, I'm just going to read verbatim the second part of because you got for the most part you you do recall the first part, the second yeah. part. I cannot help you. The duty of a seer is to tell truths, and their death, my death, sets the story in motion. However, I can provide some aid and knowledge of how to find more. There are those who work in secret against the plans of those who are like that which was once called well. We know them by this mark. The Elder Sign. It is a seal of sorts. It holds at bay the influences and presence of those who are who are of the former Caldwell's ilk. I will not tell you how to use it. Carve it into the entry above your door, and shall and, and it shall stall the entry of their influences. Then invite your friends over to your home. This will free them from their influence, and then perform the following ritual at night on a window that faces the moon. This will reveal your path and confirm to, and confirm the truth of the world to all present. Be careful who you trust. Their influence spreads wise and. It Spreads wide and entangles many. Save the rituals I've given you and burn the rest of the book. Its magics must not fall into the hands of others. That. Pardon me, did you say seer? And he Please sort of... So. <clears throat> he takes a particularly long drag well, on the cigarette. Well, I've read enough fantasy to say, John, Jahan, that's probably how... Oh, this guy knew who you were. Right. So you're going to need to brace yourself because even even after the acceptance of even after the acceptance, even after the acceptance of the existence of certain things, it still boggles the mind to have them explained to you. But seers are indeed real. They are individuals whose psychic whose uh, develop certain psychic phenomenon and the ability to predict the future. Uh, in sometimes extra, sometimes excruciatingly uh, specific detail, and sometimes excruciatingly non-specific detail. And in this case, it seems that a seer ticked off. Uh, you were going to be the only one of your friends not affected by this Caldwell thing, uh, and that you would likely pick up a book that looked like the seal that looked like a fake, well, a fake seal of Solomon. I need both of you to make a sanity roll at this explanation. All right. Nice. Uh, Extreme success. (laughs) America's coping shockingly well with most of this. Neither of you lose any sanity. Uh, The 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 these are things that you had come you had you were already beginning to accept, and the explanation of them simply solidifies that acceptance previously. So here's a weird question. Sanity is one of the things that you can't take off when you succeed, correct? Correct. Cool. 
I was trying to find a place to do that. <laughs> no, it fluctuates based on your Cthulhu Mythos understanding. By the way, both of you gain one percentage of Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, it fluctuates ba- it, it the the maximum cap fluctuates based on your Cthulhu Mythos understanding, right. and yeah. the active amount fluctuates based on how stressed out you are and how and how much you take care of yourself. A psychologist can help you regain sanity by sitting there and chatting with you and using a successful psychoanalysis role. Uh, also, you can regain by getting by you can regain sanity by getting skills to above ninety for the first time. Uh, by resting in particular, by resting uh, in particularly mundane or uh, in particularly mundane scenarios, by doing things that are calming and sanity-making, uh, and also through other magical means. Oh God, John, I'm fantasy. I'm I'm cowboy black star. Yes, yes. <laughs> so could Jared conceivably penetrate? <laughs> the the ethos of cowboy. Yeah, I'm the Call of Cthulhu version of a cleric. Oh, right, I forgot. Yep. Yes, uh, America, Doris, and Jared, you both gain. You all three gain another one percentage Cthulhu mythos. Ooh, I get because you you gain the, the first you, you gain that for seeing the uh, the uh, find the path spell performed. Um, okay. Question. Yes. About that. Mm-hmm. Um. I have one percent of Cthulhu mythos. It wasn't any last episode. Sorry, what, oh, sorry. What was that, Aaron? I'm at two percent now because Correct. there wasn't any awarded last episode. <laughs> yep. So America should be at two percent. Doris and Jared should be at one, and Jahan is a little bit higher than that now. I think six. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Jahan and America, you also gain a percentage point of a cult. Or having Sears explained to you by John Collins. Cool, uh, Aaron. If you miss, it, it, uh, yeah, you get you get uh, all. You also get plus one percent to your occult roll. Oh, great! I have more than the default amount of occult by one percent. Hey, <laughs> the more you learn about occult stuff, the more your percentage goes up. Le- in Call of Cthulhu, learning thing like you can read books to learn things and actually gain percentages in certain skills if it's relevant. Dope. That's fun. Yeah. And that's how you that's how you gain a cult and stuff. Anyways. Uh right. So I think you should follow that man's uh, advice and burn this. Uh a seer's magic is unique to themselves, and you don't want those fellows in yellow jackets getting a hold of it. That's fair. I mean I probably do have a lighter. I didn't already bring out a cigarette, but I do have a lighter. Okay, we are in my home, and I do have a fireplace. Nah. And you're with two habitual smokers. Somebody's got a lighter. Yeah, no, no. no, I was saying that I think we all three have already demonstrated we have lighters. We all three <laughs> have demonstra- demonstrable I lighters. I think Johan has nice carpets. Yes, oh no, for sure. <clears throat> But yeah, fireplace, also Wiccan, so candles, lots of candles. That's All fair. the candles. Here, I'm going to teach you something. I'm yeah. going to teach you something really nice about this. He reaches into your, before you light the fireplace, he reaches in and grabs a handful of the ash from the fire. Uh, and then as you set the, as you set the fireplace, he very quickly uses the ash to trace some symbols along the, along the edges of the fire of the edge of the fireplace, mutters something, and then just sort of tosses the rest in the fire. The 
reddish flames from the fireplace turn purple as they begin to burn the book that was inside. That just aesthetic, or is it? I suspect not. That right there is going to keep anybody from reconstructing the book on the ashes. It's a really useful little cantrip I might write down for you at some point. Anyways. <clears throat> Just putting away in the back of my brain that the police officer has a destroy evidence spell. <laughs> <laughs> Occult police detectives have to have the ability to destroy evidence that would break the minds of their non-occult police brethren. That is fair. But it could also be used to protect those non-police brethren when, you know, hate crime. Oh, absolutely it could be. This is the Call of Cthulhu myth uh, world. Anyways. And this is Call of Cthulhu, and he's Welsh, so, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Right, so it's about time I'm going to have to introduce a lot of you to a whole new world you weren't prepared for until, well, today, I'm assuming. <sighs> well... I'll be in the other room if you two want to do a magic carpet routine or something. <laughs> Looks over, John. You would make a cute Jasmine, but that's not for here. Thank you. Let's get back to my place. Also, I think that's racist, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not for me. That's not for me to discover. All right, let's go. So the three of you. I know I set that up, but God damn it. <laughs> Wait, no, John set that up. All I said was a whole new world. Then you said Aladdin. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the three of you head back. Uh, Harold, Doris, and Jared. The three of you go go to Harold's place to collect some firearms. Is there anything you're doing other than collecting firearms? Also, what firearms uh, are you collecting? Craig, you're muted. You're muted, Craig. There it is. Sorry about that. Harold has a set of uh, of old fouling pieces. Um, that uh, he, he would collect. I, I think he has about four of them. So, following of, pieces in this instance being bird hunting rifles. Yes. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> shotguns that shoot. You know, that are chambered for relatively bird small shot. gauge buckshot. Birdshot, okay. rather. Yeah. Probably double barrel. I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Break. Break action. And, break action. Double barrels. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and so he will, at this point, uh, I think actually during the drive, he would want to find out a little bit about what happened. Um, so wh what was that about, uh, other folks in, uh, in, in yellow coats? So there was some other than us who was wearing then these ridiculous things. Well, it all started when I left the parking garage and I hit a pothole so hard that I snapped the axle on my Beamer. Let's see. Uh-oh. So then... Do it. 
Yeah. So then we had to spend a lot of time getting that towed and assembled and that sort of thing. And by the time that got finished, then I had to call a taxi um, and obviously pull all my shit out of my car, which I didn't realize how much shit I had in my car until I got it all in the taxi. The taxi driver was nice enough about it, but you could tell he was kind of irritated, you know? Right. Um, And then I drove down to Jahan's house. And because things had been weird and Jahan had been a dick, I had got my shotgun out so that he would understand we were serious. And then we walked into the house and that's roughly what I remember happening. Yeah. After a beat, Harold turns to Doris and says, Doris, love, why don't you fill me in on what exactly has been going on? Um, remind me, we don't, did we like completely fog out all of the intervening stuff or how much? As, as, time has la- as time has lapsed, some of it has started it's... to come back, but you, right. you don't have any, you don't have any real idea of your mental state at the time. You just recall the actions taken. Okay, um, cool, cool. Yeah. No, um, we had left the meeting and I was concerned, of course, about Jahan. He was, he's been acting very strange. You have to agree with me. And, uh, so America and I went to, well, actually, wait, no. Like um, what kind of strange, Doris? Very strange. Like, but yeah, like specifically of, type, what type of behaviors type strange? He was like well, sleeping with people that he just met at a literature club meeting type strange. First off, I'd like to address this. Jared, first off, our personal lives are none of your business. Second of all, I've known Ms. Foster Young for quite some time. We've encountered each other at various social functions. And third of all, I think you're jealous, young man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that took a turn. (laughs) But one way or the other, I've had just enough of your cheek. Left cheek or right cheek? Uh, You keep it up and I'll have a bit of both. Oh, goodness. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Does Harold d- survey of the other of the people not in the scene? Do we think Harold understands what he just said? Nope. <laughs> okay. It's it, it's two very different questions. If you're asking if his player understands or <laughs> oh no, I'm sure you understand. <laughs> that was not an accident. A lot of these have been accidents. That one. <laughs> Neat. So I went to try and figure out what was going on with Jahan. I was worried about him. And so I arrived and I attempted to talk to him, uh, explaining very reasonably that if he would just open the door because he had it locked, uh, that we were just trying to help him. At some point in there, America arrived and... It was decided that we needed to go through the back. Uh, we Harold looks warningly at Jared at this, but <laughs> it was decided is my favorite way. It of was decided. That. <laughs> Whose so idea we went... was it? 
I cannot remember. Anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we had we went and talked to his neighbor, explained the situation. She led us through his backyard. So then we went to try and see if we could figure out a way in through his um, the back window. America broke it with I think a garden gnome. I don't remember very well. It was it was quite distressing, as I'm sure you can tell. I've never done anything like that before in my life. And we, I don't believe you. <laughs> I've never done anything like that before in my life. And my point we, stands. <laughs> we ran in and went through. And and then it gets a little bit fuzzy, but there was, I don't know, that's when we noticed like the, the coats and they were hideous. And then there was Jahan doing some sort of what he says is magic, but um, that's what happened. And uh, there was a shared hallucination of... She's not wrong. Of that John Collins and you. So we went and to you find. had an axe and a yellow jacket that looks a lot like mine. <clears throat> and that thing is, it looks terrible. I know. All right. Just so you understand, I need to do this state that. Oh yeah. No, aesthetics are not exactly what you would call up to par. It is, it is but... an undeniably hideous yellow. Just so it, everyone is, is clear. Is, has Jared had this since Harold first met him? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. no this, is, this is this is a, this is a since the meeting today. Is there any? Is there any reason then that you're still wearing the axe murdery sort of jacket? Well, yeah, because if there's a whole bunch of people out there who are susceptible to this hallucination, mind-altering bacterial infection, and they're utilizing this for some subconscious reason based on inflammation of the brain as a calling card, it might be helpful to have one in case we need to infiltrate and or blend in at some point. And that's a fine reason to, to chuck it in the boot, but I, I'm not sure why you're actually wearing it at this moment. Because I haven't gotten to back to my car yet. Well, why don't you put it in the back of America's? Yeah, okay. Um, Harold will pull over, uh, so uh, Jared can do that if he if he will do so. Jared, America does have like more seats than they typically use, so much of the back is already storage. Yeah, I, I mean Harold's thought at least is to get it as far away from them as possible. Fair. That car has a trunk. It's a fairly large car. Yes, yeah, it has a trunk. So Jared gets out <clears throat> with a very little bit of side eye. Yeah, because he's expecting them to just drive away. No, there are cars going past. That's the same. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> gets out. I lean forward <laughs> in between the front, the front seats. Okay. And puts the coat in the trunk. Harold, I'm worried about this whole situation. And then takes his shotgun back into the front I... seat. You're, you're not the only one. 
She's not the only one. What? I was a bit concerned about the fact that I've got, this is the second time in this week that I've had lost time and much less pleasurably so this time. I mean, yeah. Also, uh, don't get me wrong. I've had some clients I'd like to see off with the flat side of an axe, but this is the first time I've ever turned up in anyone's in anyone's house that I can remember bearing something. And who knows what I would have done if you all hadn't come along. Um, so Ford focuses do have that kind of trunk back that is connected to the other stuff, like a lot of larger cars do. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Yep. Because despite being decorated in the <coughs> gaudiest way possible. How is Harold navigating right now? Oh, sorry, Aaron. Keep going. It is technically a specific brand of car. Um, I mean, I mean at, at, at this specific moment, uh, he's still pulled over. Okay. Um, but like, does he have GPS running on his phone or anything like that? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, it's going back to his own house. It's an inbuilt GPS if you need it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think he's, he, once he figured out where he was, he knows enough to get back to his own house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, and, and in general, I think he's dying a little inside at driving something that looks like this. <laughs> Fair. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jared is going to spend the rest of the, the, the vehicle ride in silence <laughs> unless he sees any particularly enticing opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doris saying anything else uh, after he's back in the car or um, Harold could you stop at my my house as well I'd like to pick up some things of course how far apart do Harold and Doris live uh, it, where does Harold live in Knightsbridge I'm in Sussex uh, it's quite a, it's about an hour's drive it's a little out of the way um can we okay so it would be essentially like a triangle right um hang on between where we left one of the houses the other one of our houses back to the place i am finding knightsbridge really quick just uh you can get yeah you can get from knightsbridge to uh Yeah, because Knightsbridge is south, uh, is uh, along the town, north of the town, London. Uh, I'm all the way over in Sussex. Yeah, you're all. She's all the way over in Sussex. It'll be an hour's <laughs> drive to get out of London and get out to where she, her house is. Okay. Um, is it something that you need to pick up now? Oh no, that's that. I, I, yes. Oh no, we can totally go to Doris's house if that's where you guys want to go. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we'll be doing that after we drop you off, young Jared. Don't you worry. If you're sure. Do you want to come? I would happily accompany the two of you anywhere. I'm very glad that you specifically changed certain words in that. 
Well, let's focus on getting properly armed first. So your place, then my place, then Doris's house. And where's your place, young Jared? No, it's back at Whitechapel. Okay. Is that, so what would it, would it make more sense to hit Jared's place first or? It's probably the closest. Yeah. Why don't we do that first then? Okay. Drive. So, so just to get, to, to get a clear idea of the directionality, uh, Whitechapel is, uh, uh, Knightsbridge is, is west of Whitechapel along the Thames, uh, whereas Sussex is southeast out of London. Yep. Where, where, where are we, where are we meeting up again? Are we going White- at Johan's place? Yeah. John John Collins's place is in Whitechapel. Okay. All right. So we'll do, we'll do that. Uh, Why don't we do that last then? We'll come back by, we'll go out of Whitechapel and then come back in. Um, Doris, that's it. If you're sure you don't need anything before we, we meet back up with everyone. No, that's quite all right. All right. Um, all right, so we'll we'll go to the Harold's place. All right. I have I seen this place before. None of you. Uh, you have not. I don't okay. think. Okay. All right. So Harold, I think you've described it before, but describe it again. There's, there, I mean, the outside is a is a very not particularly talented, but obviously a lot of time put into it. Um, rose garden and and yes. uh, just neatly trimmed hedges and so forth. The inside, when you come in, uh, it is. I don't know how quickly Jared would would pick up on it, but someone um, of of Doris's experience would almost certainly notice that this place is. I mean, it's clean. He very clearly has not changed anything since his wife passed away. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's, it's 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 like a much more British version of the house from up. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it. Doris is like, ah, I see what I'm working with. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Takes notes. The garden is lovely. Oh, uh, it's the middle of the night. Is that right? Yeah. It's, no, uh, it's... Uh, it's it's just beginning of night. It's not the middle. Okay. Of the night. All right. Um, the moon is up, but it's not late. Harold brightens up a little bit. Well, hopefully, uh, I'm not sure if you all ever have uh, meetings anywhere other than uh, than at the at the main <laughs> office. But perhaps sometime we could have a, a a meeting here in fine weather outside when it's warm enough. That sounds like an excellent idea. Um. And then we'll, he will head in um, into a uh, office slash game room um, where he has some, there's some fish, uh, taxidermy fish on the walls, um, a lot of um, duck decoys, carved duck decoys around, and uh, a, a locked glass case with, uh, with four semi-antique fouling pieces <laughs> that he will get and then retrieve the, the ammunition. I'll just wait out here. I wait out in the living room area, probably. Is Jared there as well or not? Or is he Jared gone? came in, yep. Yeah. Did you go in with Harold to get the guns? Uh, <laughs> or are you Harold, out there with me? No, I'm, I'm watching Doris. <laughs> Great. 
Cool, 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 cool. I don't do anything then. There, there are family <laughs> pictures around. You can see um, sort of pictures of, of, there are some old pictures of Harold um, in his uh, RAF uniform and, uh, and then sort of family pictures. You can see him and someone who clearly is his, his wife and someone who is their baby and then their child and then their grown daughter and then a few pictures of her and her wife. Uh, and so those are all sort of scattered around and then other random people that you don't recognize, but given mm-hmm. the placements are probably other family members. Yeah. So Doris, J- will go Jared pulls out his po- phone and just takes photos of each of the photos. <laughs> what are you doing? Documenting. For what? Anthropology. Shows her his picture of the one from the RAF. Our boy cleans up pretty well, doesn't he? He does. Thought you'd say that. So you collect Harold's weapons. Yep. And head out towards on the hour-long drive to Sussex. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at John Collins's place. Jahan, America, you two, the two of you follow John into the into the house, up the steps, underneath the underneath the uh, the sign, the elder sign. As he steps up, opens the door. As he walks through, he dusts the ash, the remaining bits of ash, off of his hands onto the floor. Uh, dips his now completely dead cigarette into an ashtray, pulls out a fresh one, lights it up. Right, so. <clears throat> We're going to have to show you two, well, we're going to have to show all of you a bit more information, but since the two of you are here, and since I'm not really in the patient, in the, in the patient's business, may as well get started. Please follow me. He heads back to, he heads sort of uh, around and towards a set of stairs that go up to a second floor. This apartment is a corner apartment. The, the stairs actually go down to the, the stairs go down to the corner of the cross section of the two streets that it's on. Um, and as such, it, it's fairly larger than most other than most other uh, houses in this block of housing would be on the inside. But you notice that he's not heading toward he's heading towards the stairs, but not directly towards the stairs, but just past them. As he does so, he heads over and around to just the other side of it, where you find that there is a small standalone uh, uh, wash basin, like uh, it's like a little standalone sink by the stairs, like washing your hands. Reaches, he reaches sort of underneath it and grabs something and twists, and you hear a mechanical cranking and grinding sound as he does, as the wash basin slides away with the floor to reveal a narrow staircase going down. So, uh, a few of you probably noticed, and he points out the symbol above the door. Either you know what that means. I know I've seen it a lot since weird shit started happening. No, 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 not that one. The other one is just pointing to the 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 iron cross with the Latin around it. Um, I will roll an occult. Uh, John, you already rolled. You know what it means. Oh, you. It's the knights. It's simple. It's an old symbol. Oh yes, simple. yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. I'm aware of it. Most British people have family crests. <laughs> Something like that. That's a symbol of the Knights Templar, or as we prefer to be known. Or as some of us prefer to be known, uh, the poor fellow soldiers of Christ in the Temple of Solomon. 
Well, that's the older name. <laughs> As he begins down the stairwell. Most most folks raised in most folks raised in the UK understand that the Knights Templar were dissolved uh, some year, some many years back during after. Yes, yeah, uh, some King Henry. some some nasty business about trying to impress their 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 faiths on heretic faiths. Right. What what others don't know is that the Knights Templar a never really dissolved and b wasn't ever really about that though well there was a there was a larger Knights Templar that were and then there was, was the smaller say, Knights Templar um... that weren't it's a lot of a com- it's a bit of a complicated story let me be fair uh, and as he as he heads down the stairs he sort of starts using his lighter to light a series of braziers as he goes and you find that you are you are going down the stairwell of what what is progressively becoming older stone as it heads down. You find yourself in what happens to be uh, the chapter house of the London Knights Templar, and I, the last surviving member of said order, currently in the city. Which would probably be why your magic spell pointed you towards me. Right. In this particular instance that we are, in this particular, previous xenophobic racist crusades aside, we are also the people who sort of stand in the dark against the other things that go bump in the dark and try to make flesh suits out of the good people of London. So Glad to hear you've got a good side. Hit some, miss some is what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> uh, as you go but at to- least the trains all run on time. <laughs> As you continue down, the stairwell eventually opens up into what looks like a giant library. As you continue down, the the walls fall away into a lit and open, spacious uh, 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 antique library with several stacks and about three floors total among it with, with various antiquities, artifacts, and a lot of books. You also see sort of carved into the stairwell on every few paces, is the elder sign again. So, the reason you've been sent to me, likely, relating to your friend that which was once called well, uh, is because I can probably help you figure out how to deal with it, he says, indicating to the books. Huh. In... Deal with it isn't deal with with what was called well. The whole situation as a whole, yes. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. As you get out, as you in, in the staircases, he sort of turn. He sort of uh, walks over towards one of the bookshelves. Right. Yellow jackets, king in yellow, people being mind controlled. Right. Would it help to mention that the guy who? at least claimed to write that book was an animator who had a mansion and a character without a name. Blighton, yeah. I'm familiar with his work. Not a Templar, but he was a seer either. Fuck it. So he starts he starts pulling books off the shelf. Time to get reading. But well also uh he points at a far he points at the far wall where you can see this oddly definitely out of place uh Portcullis, uh, uh, closed portcullis with gates behind it. Don't go near that. 
until the rest are here. I wouldn't dream of it. The book's gonna talk to us and drive us crazy, or just be books? Depends on which one you pick up. I haven't read all of them. That sounds like don't pick up any of the books. Meanwhile, the three of you eventually, after an hour, get out to Doris's house. Yep. You arrive. So you see uh, a fairly nice looking, um, definitely more like she hires someone to do the outside stuff. Like Doris is not really into doing gardening and that kind of stuff. It's professionally landscaped. It's, yeah, it's professionally done. Um, I just need to pop in and uh, pick up a couple things, make sure I... Uh, Feed the cat, that sort of thing? Yeah. I don't have a cat, actually, but yes. Aww. That sort of thing. What do you have? Nothing. Off a big house to be I, empty. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, and I... <laughs> that... <laughs> we'll see? <laughs> see who knows anyway uh i'll be back in five minutes cool and she'll head into the house and go and grab. as soon as the door shuts jared is out and following god damn it what did you think was <laughs> i know what are you going oh you're coming as I stand and look out, like, in the threshold of the door. No, no, as soon as the front door shuts behind yeah, you, Jared is out gotcha. and following. Gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. Then, yep, um, George is where, going. Where do you think you're going? You're very uninsightful for a man of medicine. <laughs> Try, trying and failing to give you the benefit of the doubt is, is what it is. Give the woman some privacy. He cannot hear you. He has shut the car door and is already up the path and trying yeah. the doorknob. Harold is stumping up the path after you. Okay. Doris, <laughs> what are you going to get? Uh, she is going to go get uh, her uh, digital recorder. Okay. Uh, and I um, don't think she'd think about getting the binoculars. She mostly wants to... She's convinced herself that, that this is some sort of scam and she wants to start gathering evidence. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, digital recorder. Um, and the... She's uh, good on the phone. That's got a camera. She's all set on that. Digital recorder... And the uh, Stonehenge brick from the back. Okay. Uh, from the so, back. So, Jared, door. as you get up to the door, you mm -hmm. you grab the handle and you start turning it. It is definitively locked. It's not. No, is, she probably. It is okay. definitively locked, which is odd because it didn't seem like she took all that much time to stop. It just it seemed like she was just closing the door behind her as she walked in. Mm -hmm. You start start turning that handle and it's it's locked. Doris, make me a listen check. Okay. <laughs> Success. 
you hear the sound of you hear sort of a vibrating glass sound as as if as if something like sort of an earthquake or something was vibrating all the windows in the house at the same time you don't That's feel odd. you don't feel any sort of vibrations under your feet uh but you you there's like like the whole house begins to shake not that you can feel it but you can hear it Outside, Harold and Jared, as you sort of like are, are Jared, as you're trying the door, and Harold, as you're catching up to Jared, you sort of feel the door shaking under your hand. It's like vibrating intensely. Woman has a hell of a massage chair. <laughs> and he'll sort of like pull his hand back very deliberately. And the two of you begin also hearing the sound of glass vibrating loudly. Doris? Are you alright? Video phone. Doris. Do I? You don't hear anything from the outside. You're I don't hear that. Vibrating. So what are you doing? What, what, um, have I gotten, what have I picked up so far? You would have grabbed, it would have happened, started happening right after you grabbed your things. After I grab my thing, okay. So she's at the back of the house right now. Um, she'll actually head outside probably because is that as what you, is happening? As you head to one of your doors, whichever door that leads outside that you're going yeah, towards, the, the back. You the back try way. the door and it is locked. Harold. And it is not coming unlocked. Um. You, I didn't. You try. I, to, you try to unlock it, and the bolt won't turn. The lock won't undo. She'll go for the front door then. Right as you do, you find the front door again. the The entire house is shaking now to the point where some of your more valuable ceramics are starting to fall off shelves. There's a crashing yep. sound as a pot hits the ground and shatters. The entire house is vibrating. You still don't feel it under your feet, but the house itself is shifting. As you get to the front door, and again, the door is locked. Um. Can, can we I hear her at all? Harold? Jared? Now you can. You can hear her coming through the front door as it continues to vibrate. And the two of you I... outside see this house shaking. A few of the exterior ornaments begin to fall off and hit the ground and shatter. We're going to have to break more windows today, aren't we? Stand back from the door, Doris. Do I hear that part? Yeah, you can sort of hear it yelled, yelled from outside. Okay, I back up. Looks like I'm going to have to kick. I'll try to kick the door down. Give me a kick roll. As we've established, you're the most strength-heavy member. <laughs> yeah. However, strength isn't used for fighting things. Nope. Uh, <laughs> kicking. I, is there a kick skill? Yes, kick is one of the combat rolls. <laughs> oh, okay. Fascinating. For some reason... I believe is it I, fi I, just I, fighting brawl? Uh, I think it's one of the ones that isn't on the sheet of standard. Like firearms bow isn't on the sheet of standard. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll just make it a fighting brawl roll. Sorry, kick is listed. Yeah, kick, nice. is, kick is listed separately as a subcategory of fighting brawl in the book. Yeah, that's where there, there's a bit of confusion. Uh, you slam your foot into the. You slam your foot into the. Uh, oh wait, that was a roll for your cane. Uh, yeah. Let's see. The um, it, I mean, I, it, the skill is, it, is no different. The, the skill, skill is, is no different. Oh, yeah. The we're, damage we're would be different. Ignoring the damage, that's fine. Uh, so you kick. Yeah, uh, kick is listed separately under the kick, punch, bite. I think are all three listed separately under. It's all in the mind. Under fighting brawl. 
Uh, anyways, as individual attacks, you kick the door, you slam your foot into it, you, you feel the door like it should have given way underneath the might of the mighty Harold Costly kick. But it doesn't. It just, boom, your foot sort of ricochets back off of it as the door continues to vibrate in, on its hinges. Doris, inside, <coughs> more things begin to fall over. Uh, your your standing cabinet falls over, hitting the ground, everything inside of it shattering. Um, you stand back. Uh, I'm going to try and break it from the inside. There's something wrong with this door. You got any other way out? A window? Can, can I check very quickly uh, my vest pocket to see if the stone is glowing? Uh, you don't need to check. It's glowing through your vest pocket. Doris, you need to get out right away. I'm gonna take the the blackjack to the window. All right, give me another attack roll. Has okay. Doris moved away from the door to a window now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So the muzzle of the shotgun is going against where the bolt in the door is, and I am pulling the fucking trigger. Give me a firearm. Yeah, I fail. Ah. That's a that's a real bad roll there. Doris, the back the blackjack slams into the window, and the window doesn't break. You feel like it. Right. Yeah, I can't roll for shit. You feel like it should have, but it doesn't. Jared, shotgun is against the door. You pull the trigger. Fire. You look. You pull the shotgun back. There isn't even a scratch in the door. Well, damn. <sighs> Totally scientifically explainable, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Doris. Fuck. The entire house stops shaking. As suddenly as it started. And you just hear from behind you. Excuse me. Steps aside. <laughs> Is it? Uh, there is. Can, can we, there, can, no, you guys can't hear that. The house has oh, just stopped okay. shaking from your perspective as well. <laughs> Behind you, Doris, there is the sound of something yep. touching the ground, almost like nails, but larger. Excuse me. I did not invite you in. Since it stopped shaking, I'm trying the doorknob again. I was going to say, it's a demon, not a vampire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, still, still, it, it, it Jared, makes Doris's comment earlier about, we'll see if it's empty. Jared, you mm -hmm. try the handle, it's still locked. Doris, you're still facing that window. Yep. Um... I'm gonna try and break it that open again. It's it's. I do not want to turn around. And so another blackjack. Yep. Yes. As you're trying the door, the window smashes out as a purse goes through it. Right now, there she comes. Hmm. Do, am, am, am I wearing? Is doors, wearing doors from behind coat? you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure, Harold. Uh, doors from behind you. You hear. Run. Yeah, I do that. She's scrambling out the window, like not even trying to um, uh, avoid glass. Probably. Yeah, that's that's what Harold was going to try to do with his coat. So Harold, as you as you sort of rush over to where the broken window was, Doris is bolting out that window. Scrapes right. and bruises, accumulating scrapes and bruises from the activity, but getting out of the house. I will do my best to at least minimize the damage she's doing to herself. 
you sort of pull her away. Doris, you're out of the house. As you turn back, that window's not broken anymore. Are you all right? No. Let's be going, shall we? What was in there? What was causing all the rattling? Jared is physically shoving the pair of them towards the car. Yeah, not resisting. And she's Girl. gone like sheet white. Doris, make me a sanity roll. Yep. Mm. Nope. You're not certain why you you lose one d three sanity. Okay. That voice. Three. One d three. Goodness. Uh. You just have to type D three. I know. For 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 all the, for all that it was definitively an otherworldly voice, that voice was your ex husband's. Which one? The most recent one. Okay, that's. Mm, yeah. Aren't they all like dead or something? Yes. <laughs> I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. The three of you get loaded, get hustled into a car by Jared. Yep. And, and we're driving Doris, back to as, my house. Doris, as the car play, as the car begins to go, you look down and you notice that your recorder was recording. I press stop and save. Stop and save it. And and Gerald, Jared and Harold don't have any knowledge of a voice. We just know about the shaking no. at this yeah, point. Yeah, you right? just saw the shaking yeah. and stuff. Okay. What 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 was causing that? You have any idea? No. And you're um, not hurt. I mean, beyond the scratches and so forth. No, I'm. Uh, he once we're once we're a little way away from the house, Harold will pull the car over, and and just reach out to hold her if she'll let him until she yeah. calm down a little bit. Yep. And uh, calm down until she's she's is able to collect herself some. I don't know what that was. Did you see anything from inside? No. Everything was shaking. And then I heard Robert. Did you have you used that name before? Um yes, she has specifically okay. said Robert's name. Okay. Yeah. Um that was that was your uh your late <laughs> husband. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, was it was it him rattling around in there? Do you think that? Mm. <sighs> I don't know. It's 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 all right, Doris. We don't have to talk more about it now if you don't want to. But we can, whenever you feel up to it. Let's just... I mean, I figure it's probably a fairly common thing. If it's some sort of bacterial infection that is mind-altering in any way, 
incidences from the past Jared. will probably crop up from time to time. Jared. Jared, we had a vision. I almost killed Weaponized denial. I get that. And fuck, I don't know. That was like... But I was alone in the house. There was no one to hypnotize me or suggest anything or do anything like that. Right. Residual cerebral inflammation. We've completely ignoring Jared. (laughs) Harold says, we've drawn something attention, and that's for sure. Was there anything yellow in your house? Thinking back. Uh, Not not, not, not that was unusually yellow. Yeah. I mean... Maybe just rag. I have nothing like the jackets. No. I mean, you also didn't turn around and look, so. No, I did not. <laughs> um. Fucking hell. And. Doris does not use language like that usually. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Harold, Harold look, is is trying not to look shocked the first time she said "fuck." <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I just need some time to process. Look, we don't want to be late. We have to meet them, everyone else, again. So let's go and collect Jared's guns and then head back. Are we sure we want to go off to someone else's house? Jared. Mm. Uh, we go in together. Might agree with that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Because I definitely have some yellow shit in my house. Hmm? Which is what we're going to pick up, actually. That sounds like you need a probiotic, but... So as the car drives and you continue on towards Jared's house, Doris, do you replay that that recording? Um... Mm, not at this point, I don't think, because it would be it would be like audible to everyone else. Um, I, I'd assume you'd yeah. also would have grabbed like earbuds or something. Um... There are probably some. You're in the back of. You're in the I back. am. Yeah. There's probably a pair of headphones just not terribly put away back there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She'll she'll listen to it then. As you put on the um, headphones and play, what you yep. hear, you're expecting to hear that voice again. Yep. Instead, you hear what sounds like a recorded speech. Specifically, it's your own voice. Okay. Uh, a speech that you've given before, talking about how the world was going to end in 2016. Yep. Sounds like it's been recorded from, like, amidst the crowd of people. And it's very, like, sort of grainy and, and, and not great audio, but you definitely remember saying all of these things as you're listening to this recording. Make me another And... Scenario. Yep. Uh, my sanity is at 34 now, so this is oh, going no. well. 
Roll me another D3. D3? Oh, boy. That, many sanity, that much sanity. Okay. She does not say anything about that. Not yet. So, eventually, you all make it to Jared's house. We should all go together. All right, come on. No arguments here. Um, I'll lock up uh, America's car as we get out. Yep. It's the elevator. Everybody in. Come on. All right. Get in the yep. elevator. It Bing. There's just some really shitty Muzak playing in the elevator. Yeah. Do, 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 How? Do, do, do. How did you get involved with the with the literature club? I don't think I've ever asked. I don't think you have either. So how did you? Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. I noticed. And here we are. Jared, don't be a right arse. Answer the question. Doors open. Left arse. But, you know. Um, Good to know. It's this one. Come on in. Follow. Swings the door open, goes inside. Was he already a member when you joined up, Doris? Uh, was he? Would you? Would Jared have joined first? How long or? have How long have you been a member? Um, Doris has known uh, Reginald for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, but she's only joined like I think within the last year, probably. Okay, Jared's um, been Jared's been there about six months. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's joined after, but. Or you have conversations about what might you brought into it then? Drinks in the fridge if you need anything while we're here. Sounds good. I'm looking around at everything, getting a sense of who Jared is. Jared is a 19 year old with a lot of money and a fascination with. Wilderness and climbing, primarily. Okay. Little bit of anthropology. Vague around the edges sort of interest. Decorated mostly with stuff from uh, Himalayan regions, uh, Mm -hmm. Nepal, Tibet, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th- things that draw Doris's attention, you know, there's a variety of wooden sculpture and uh, <clears throat> and uh, sort of like native artifacting and things like that. There's uh, uh, Robert's head on a pike. There's a variety of you know various little artifacts. Mm, antiquities. That one, that 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 middle one right there. <laughs> you sort of turn back and uh, no, no, it's just a wooden sculpture. <sighs> Right, 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 right. I need a drink. Um, go to the fridge. You open, what does he have? You, you open the fridge and it's coated on the interior in this black tar-like substance that sort of sticks as you pull the door open. You rep- and Jared, when was the last time you cleaned soda. this? Two days ago. Mm. From the back room. <laughs> as you As you close it, and open it again, it's fine. There's just soda in there and, and other drinks. 
Mm-hmm. Does he have anything alcoholic? I'm 19. In England. All right. I, grab I mean, regardless, 19 <laughs> here or in England, the answer is yes, of yes. course. <laughs> Unless Jared doesn't drink for religious reasons, there are 19-year-olds who, who don't drink. Yeah, yep. but no, no, he's, he's, got, he's got some beer and like probably two bottles of shitty vodka. Um, Doris is going for the vodka. <laughs> Uh, and is going to uh, just open a couple of drawers, looking for a teacup, probably. The first, there are definitely no teacups. The first drawer you open, there's a severed hand inside. How full is the bottle of vodka? About a third. A third? Yep. Okay. And Jared comes back from the back bedroom with a small duffel bag, another gun case, and a weird little statue in his hand. For, the, for those at home, failing sanity rolls can have a variety of effects based on the way your keeper wants to play it out. The book suggests giving them basic, like, sort of, uh, uh, of madnesses or insanity traits. I prefer to just continue fucking with you as you go, so... Mm. I, yeah. think it's, I think it's more fun that way. Um, so rather than, de- rather than developing a sudden and irrational fear of electronics, sometimes you open a refrigerator and there's tar inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Um, I mean, I call that Wednesday. Jared, do you happen to have any glasses? Uh, yeah, cabinet on the right. Okay, I open it, close it, open it again. The first time you open it, the the glasses are full of eyeballs. The second time you open it, I am not looking. (laughs) Open, close, open. They're fine. Yeah, it's a bunch of glasses. Grab a glass. Pour. A sizable amount. A sizable amount is poured. Drink. Yep. Are you cool with it driving with open containers stuck? Or do we let her finish before we get back on the road? At this point, I'm not uh, overly concerned. Uh, And also, as a player, I'm ignorant as to open container laws in London. (laughs) I imagine it's still probably not cool to drive with them. No, I would would imagine it's not okay to drive while under the influence, but I don't know about if they're the same laws as many of the U.S. states regarding open containers in anywhere in the car. Looking it up. It's not... It's... it's not illegal to drink in public, and she's yeah. not driving, so... Probably fine. Besides, it's if anyone gets stopped, you can just say it's doctor's orders. in a car while someone else is driving, but that's besides the point, I guess. Yeah. Um, Harold is looking for a tea kettle, which there probably is not one. Um, there would be a pot for boiling water, if that's what he's looking for, but yeah. not like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's he, then he's put the kettle on. Um, young Jared, you need any help with your uh, firearms? Nah, I'm ready to go. I got all my shit that I need. Mm. 
<laughs> All right. Harold spares a longing look for the kettle, but then takes it off the heat um, and then looks at Doris and says, I mean, if you wanted a pour over, I could. We've got, I can take five minutes. No, you can find something else. It's all right. I'd rather get us back with everyone else. Doris, how about you, love? Are you all right to travel? Yes, I am. Thank you. Um, He will offer her uh, an arm up from the, uh, where she's sitting. Yep. She will leave the the vodka. She she just needed one. (laughs) Not opening the fridge to put it back. As you, to be honest, as you just get, on the counter. As you That's get out, rude. As you get out to the car, yeah. as you get out to the car, or actually, as you get back to the elevator, the elevator starts going down, the music starts playing. Doris, that music sounds really weird. Like, you know, it sounds more like somebody chanting something. What kind of chanting? I have heard, I have led my fair share of chants. The, 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 Is this the, one that the, I have recognized? Yeah, no, it's hmm. definitely one that you've led before. In fact, so it's not just USA. It's waiting for every single time someone pauses in conversation and it's just what? No, no, it's just it's just, it's one of the chants that you led. In fact, that is playing again over the crackly Muzak speakers of the elevator. This crowd of people um, fervently devoting devoting themselves to uh, to you. The other two just hear regular music. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is actually more demonic because it's <laughs> music. If, if Crowley had anything to do about it, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harold is kind of the girl from me, Panima Concordia, under his breath. Stop singing along. Oh, sorry, love. Ding. Sorry. Doors open, music ends. Just get going. Hey. And as you get in the car and begin driving out towards uh, back towards John Collins's home slash headquarters, but the three of you don't know that yet. Looking out over the city, Doris, you just see this roiling cloud just sort of hovering over the city of London. And you just keep hearing snippets of sermons and chants that you led playing in the back of your mind. That's what we're going to end for this week. Should have brought the vodka. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> You're damn right Bye. you should. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.